When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Back with another episode. Now let me tell you, I am excited for this one. I'm excited for this one. I spent like a week of lunches and breaks at work, uh, jotting down ideas and brainstorming here. So we're gonna have a lot of fun today. Before we get into all of that, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. But, uh, you know, Instagram and TikTok are the big two. I'm always posting on there. Instagram, uh, I, I always say my DMs there are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message anytime to talk Disney, say what's up, talk about life, sports, ideas, suggestions for the show, anything like that. Hit me up there. Uh, I want to give a shout out to a listener, Brandon, who sent me a message on Instagram actually this week. Um Thanks for the uh, the kind words, basically saying he was a fan of the podcast, was listening, and uh, he was down uh, in Disney, actually, at a work convention at the Swan and Dolphin, and it just, I, I had to bring it up because that is, that hit, that struck a chord with me because um, I stayed at the Swan and Dolphin a good amount of years uh, with my family. I want to say uh, when I was, like, in my high school years, uh, ages, like, 15, all up to probably I was like 20 or 21, like we stayed at the Swan and Dolphin. And I believe back then they'd give a pretty good discount for teachers. So we'd always stay there because my mom was a teacher. Um, so, you know, I'm there, I'm younger, I'm staying at the Swan and Dolphin. And uh, obviously if you stay there during the summer, you may see conventions going on. And I, and almost every single year, the entire stay like that we were there, you know, there'd be conventions going on. And I would always walk past them. I would see them, you know, having the convention at Swan and Dolphin. You'd see them all at night walking around the boardwalk. And as a kid who was, you know, 16, 17 years old, whatever it was, like in my head, I was always thinking, man, I hope one day when I have a career, I hope we have a work convention down at Disney. Like that would be so cool and so amazing, so much fun. I know it's work. I know sometimes work conventions uh, can be a hassle, but the fact that it would be in Disney, it's just something I always wanted. Like I would see them, you know, having, you know, whatever work, their conferences and meetings and stuff in the, in the uh, convention halls there at the Swan and Dolphin, you know, especially like we, uh, we always rented a car. So we would park in the back and we'd literally like cut through the, like the convention, you know, hall like doors. So we were around them a lot. And I would see that. We'd see them at the boardwalk at night, like having a good time, having drinks. And it's just something I always wanted to experience. So uh, enjoy. I hope you enjoyed it. Even if you didn't go into the parks, you know, you can always kind of hang around the, the resorts, go resort hopping, hang out at the boardwalk. But thank you again for the kind words. Speaking of kind words, I got to give a shout out. Got two new reviews this week. I uh, really do appreciate that. I had a little drought going on. I hadn't had a new review in a while. I got two in one week. So that, thank you guys. I want to give a shout out to Catherine McKee and May MD. Thank you guys for 
leaving me a review there on the Apple, uh, my podcast page there on uh, iTunes. Uh, it means a lot. Helps, uh, helps keep me going, keeps me motivated. Uh, Catherine McKeese uh, said in, in, uh, in the review that um, we're probably about the same age based on, you know, what I'm talking about and the memories and also that, you know, you were listening on your way to Disney. So uh, if you're listening this week, I hope you enjoyed your trip. If you're still there, I'm still extremely jealous and there's a good chance we are probably around the same age. I, I've gotten that kind of a lot um, of people who I've talked to like on Instagram when they've reached out, like they'll bring up like, oh, I, you, when you mentioned, you know, whatever it was, like it brought me back. Like that's what I love to see. Like us Disney fans, us true Disney diehards, like it's almost like we're all related. We have similar memories. So I'm 30. Oh my God, I'm 32. Wow. I'm 32 years old. So I grew up, you know, going to Disney in the prime era of, you know, the mid to late nineties, early two thousands, you know, every year. And, um, so when I bring up stuff like, you know, classic Epcot or, you know, old attractions, I'm glad that, uh, you can relate and also a shout out. Thank you to may MD for your review. You know, you said it, it brought you back to the good old days of Disney, which kind of connects to my age and, you know, going to Disney in the nineties and two thousands. And, uh, also you hope that this podcast never ends. That would be, that's my goal right there. I, I hope it never ends too. Um, like I've always kind of said, this is my passion project. I make $0 off of this. Um, if this was my full-time job, I would guarantee you that I would do an episode every week until I was like 70 years old. Cause I love it so much. I'd be able to put more time and effort. I'd probably do even more episodes, but thank you guys for the kind words and the reviews. Everyone else who's listening, if you haven't already, uh, if you can subscribe, give me a rating, five stars would be nice. But if not, you know, I won't hold a grudge. Um, and if you write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. But just, you know, reading those and, uh, you know, my messages branded. Thank you. Um, it means a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I really do put my heart and soul into this podcast. I'm a, I love Disney. I'm a true Disney diehard. Disney is my happy place. It's my escape. You know, like I said, I, I work on a lot of my podcast stuff at work, you know, so Disney really does kind of get me through some of those rough days and, you know, work going to work. Hopefully, you know, me and my wife, we, we, we were both missing Disney so bad, uh, and we haven't been there since, you know, we got engaged. We haven't been there as a uh, husband and wife yet. So I'm kind of doing whatever I can to, uh, to take her to Disney, hopefully soon. So thank you guys. Um, now let's, before we move on to this week's episode last week, just to touch up a little bit, we talked about the scariest rides at Walt Disney World. I did my top five scariest attractions. Uh, got some good feedback. I think the big one I talked about now, it's not there anymore, but Alien Encounter, the scariest ride in the history of Walt Disney World. Um, if you don't remember that ride, or even if you were a kid and rem barely remember it, check it out on YouTube. It is terrifying, um, you know, and I, I wanted to kind of do something in the Halloween spirit, so I figured talking scary attractions, even though Disney, you know, obviously not known for having scary attractions, but certain elements of the rides kind of, you know, give it those scary um, vibes, I would say. Definitely some scary vibes to a lot of the attractions. So if you haven't listened, it's available everywhere. Check it out. But this week, we're talking about Halloween party ideas, Halloween festivity ideas. Basically, I want to talk about 
what more Disney can do to kind of incorporate Halloween into the parks. We have the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom, and that's kind of it. I think they should do more. I think they should expand. So it's going to be a fun one. We get to put on our uh, Imagineer ears, so let's go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, so I'm going to get right into it here. The idea and the, the, the premise behind this episode basically is that I think Disney could do more to, you know, celebrate Halloween. Um, I, as a kid, I think, as a kid, I think we all love Halloween. Uh, as I got older, I, you know, kind of fell out of love with it. My buddy Brian, his family, they used to have like a Halloween party every year. That was always a good time. You know, you're going to school, middle school, dressing up. We used to have a Halloween dance. You know, we'd go trick-or-treating. You know, me and my buddy Brian, too, like, we probably trick-or-treated, you know, longer than we should have. I think we were still trick-or-treating, like, when we were, like, 15 or maybe 16. I don't know. But definitely, like, freshman, sophomore year of high school, pretty sure we went trick-or-treating. Because, um, you know, who doesn't want free candy? Uh, but as we got a little older, you know, the Halloween party stopped. Everyone kind of gets busy. And, you know, it just turned into a holiday that I re- really didn't really care for. I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't the super popular kid. And I just kind of, you know, fall here in Chicago. Halloween, sometimes it's super cold and rainy and gross out. So I kind of fell out of love with Halloween. It wasn't until I went to Disney during Halloween or during October for the first time that kind of brought me back. It rejuvenated me. Um, and that's for a couple of reasons. Like one, you know, Disney in October is, is great. Uh, the crowds usually aren't as bad as, you know, obviously like the summer or spring break. The weather is usually amazing. You know, you might have some, some colder mornings. Like right now, as I'm recording, um, you know, people in Florida are, uh, dealing with like fifties and 60 degrees. Like I would, oh, it's currently, 49 degrees as I'm recording this here. It was 34 degrees when I left for work this morning. So I would, I would give anything for 60, but the weather there is great. Then obviously, of course we have Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Um, you know, and another thing I loved too, was that the food and wine festival was going on at Epcot, but we're sticking solely to like Halloween. The Halloween party at Disney, Mickey's not so scary. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's cool, but I do think they could do more. Um, you know, the magic kingdom, they decorate, it looks great. I think we all love seeing the, the fall decorations there at the magic kingdom. The Mickey pumpkins are iconic. The, you know, the decorations like on the, the light posts and stuff on main street, but that's kind of it. You have that and the Halloween party. And other than that, you really wouldn't know, you know, that it was Halloween, you know, time at Disney. So I want to come up with ideas to expand, uh, you know, the Halloween party or the Halloween festivities at Disney World, the entire resort. We have the Magic Kingdom, you know, Mickey's Not So Scary takes place there. 
there should be more. You have four theme parks, you have two water parks, you have Disney Springs, you have all the resorts. If you truly want to make Disney World a resort and an experience, you know, no matter where you're at on the resort, you got to add more. Because let's say right now something happened and I was able to go on a last minute trip to Disney. I wouldn't be able to go to the Halloween party. The tickets sold out like a month ago. You know, and even if I wanted to, it's like $200 a person just to go. Like, what if I can't afford that? What do I do for Halloween at Disney if you can't go to the, the you know, Mickey's Not So Scary? So the idea behind this episode is I uh, spent a lot of lunch breaks and uh, time sitting in traffic thinking about ways Disney could expand their Halloween festivities, their Halloween party, their Halloween activities at the Disney World Resort. You know, even Mickey's not so scary. If we're going to nitpick a little bit, um, you know, you have the parade. Um, boo to you. Is it still boo to you? Iconic song. Great parade. The Headless Horseman is worth the price of admission almost. Um, you know, they, in the past, they've had like themed like stage shows, you know, like with like Disney villains. There's like special photo opportunities. There's trick or treating. And, uh, you know, Disney, of course, has their Halloween-themed, like, food and snacks. But besides... Man, I feel like they still could add more to Mickey's Not-So-Scary. Like, am I wrong, guys? Like, the parade is great. Um, I believe they still have the Hocus Pocus Villain Stage Show, which is a good show. They used to have Hollow Wishes. Um, I'm assuming they don't have anywhere. Like, I I don't know if they have a special, like, fireworks show. But, you know, and the trick-or-treating is, you know, it's only, like, certain locations. You get candy. It's great. But other than that, there's really nothing else. Like, a lot of people go to the Halloween party and they're, you know, riding the rides, which which is great if you want to do that. If you want to go and have, you know, shorter wait times, it's great. But, like, I would love to go to the Halloween party and literally only do, like, Halloween activities. So I think they could expand on that a little more. But we're talking creating something new what else could they add to the resort you know whether it be in a theme park whether it be at the water park or or, you know one of the resorts what could they add to make halloween a resort wide um, party not just the magic kingdom not just mickey's not so scary you know give people more people a chance to experience it too like i said like the halloween party is i'm pretty sure every date now is sold out you know halloween is definitely sold out so if you're there on halloween what are you know and you got kids especially you can't get tickets you know what are you doing so this is where i'm going to put on my uh my imagineer ears for the day i'm going to try to come up with some uh some halloween inspired ideas you know disney does have some competition here uh universal studios they have their halloween horror nights which obviously is kind of directed towards the older crowd or not older but like the teens young adults like that kind of crowd um by providing like a bunch i think maybe like 20 different types of like haunted houses and scare zones and stuff like that and you know maybe disney i'm not saying they should create like just an event just for the older crowd I do like Disney's kind of approach to appealing to everyone. I think they could do that. Like Halloween Horror Nights, I'm probably not bringing a small child to. Mickey's not so scary. You could bring, you know, kids of all ages. So 
they have some competition. There is some things that Universal Universal does good with their you know Halloween Horror Nights. Like people my age, teenagers, young adults, that's a cool place to go. You know, you got City Walk, you got all the haunted houses around Halloween time, especially here in like Chicago. Like people pay a lot of money just to go to a haunted house. So they got some competition. So let's see what we can think of. The first thing that I thought about was how could we create another sort of party at, a, at another theme park. We have the Magic Kingdom. Where else could we have some sort of Halloween party? And the first thing that kind of came into my mind was at Epcot in the Mexico Pavilion. Now, I don't want to come off as ignorant or anything, but I don't know what other cultures celebrate Halloween. I do know that Dia de los Muertos um, is a big deal. You know, I took high school Spanish. That was always a big big deal you know we spent like a whole unit on that we would have like a party so maybe they could do something at epcot world showcase you know the mexico pavilion is right there something dia de los muertos related you know you can have like coco inspired stuff there basically you know make it another party i don't know if you want to make it its own like ticketed event or maybe just have stuff going on like in that pavilion um that's it would be cool to add, you know, something the world showcase where you can kind of show, you know, the holidays of these other cultures. And like I said, I don't know all of them, you know, and I don't know which cultures celebrate Halloween and which ones don't. I do know Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. Um, and I think that would be pretty cool. Like you could go a lot of different directions for it. You could obviously keep it, you know, family themed. You have the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour attraction there maybe you can give it some sort of halloween or you know some sort of dia de los muertos like overlay you know you could have special food and drinks and live music over there the thing you'd have to figure out is like logistically how to do it you know mickey's not so scary is a ticketed event where the park closes and you have to have a special ticket like could you make this um you know big enough where it would warrant, you know, a ticketed event? Or do you just have it going on, you know, at certain times? Do you have it, you know, just going on at nights or just on weekend? You, you know, you could do something like that. If it was a ticketed event, you know, you could obviously maybe have uh, some sort of parade, maybe around World Showcase. You could have, um, you know, maybe a special theme show there on the lagoon. You could have, like I said, um, you could obviously have like trick-or-treating if you wanted to add that. I don't know, you know, what other kind of uh, traditions that are that are celebrated, but you can incorporate all of those. It would just be something more to add. You know, you have World Showcase there. You know, Dia de los Muertos, I think, is the one that even people um, who aren't of Hispanic heritage know of, like me. Like, I know it just from, you know, growing up in the United States and Chicago. Like, you hear about it taking Spanish in high school, you learn about it. So I think that would be pretty cool. You could incorporate that, you know, have it go on as the same time as, you know, Mickey's not so scary so that if you do miss out and you can't get a ticket, at least you can go to Epcot and have some sort of similar experience. You know, you could have, um, do something where you can have like the different, like all the countries that do celebrate their type of Halloween have it themed like in each pavilion. Obviously, in the in the America Pavilion, you could have like trick or treating or you know whatever ho- something Halloween themed there. Uh, that section always, you know, 
around that time you know you have like the stage there you can do some some music and stuff like that so i think that would be cool something to add to epcot uh, especially if you could figure out a way to make it like a ticketed event okay so i gotta admit i did not have this written down but as soon as i just finished that last sentence where i'm talking about having you know a dia dia de los muertos event in the mexico pavilion and then across the lagoon you have a uh, you know in the america pavilion you have something going on there Here's what we do, guys. The America Pavilion gets turned into Halloween Town. Like, let's go. Let's make this happen. You know, Halloween Town. You can have the giant pumpkin. You can make it look like the town on this. You know, there's that uh, the stage there. You can have like um, people from Halloween Town, like some of the characters, like performing songs. Um, you could have, you know, maybe you do something uh you can create some sort of like pop-up haunted house or some sort of pop-up halloween town show or event or something but i think that's the plan i think world showcase gets turned into um you know halloween town slash dia de los muertos you can make it a ticketed event you know future world can stay open so if people want to go there and just do the rides or just you know do whatever they can but if you want to do all the Halloween and all the, the fall activities, head over to World Showcase. And I think we can make this happen. I think that would be cool. Halloween Town, not to go off on a tangent. Halloween Town is so underrated. And if I'm being honest, uh, I think it's better than Hocus Pocus. I've always liked it better than Hocus Pocus. Um, I think it has a big following. You know, it's one of the few, you know, Disney Halloween movies. It's one of the few, like, family-oriented Halloween movies in general. Um, so that would be that would be really cool to turn, you know, that pavilion into Halloween Town. Speaking of uh, Halloween events at the parks, uh, I talked about Epcot. Hollywood Studios. I feel like they could do something at Hollywood Studios. Now, what could they do? Well, you know, the, the theming of Hollywood Studios is like the golden age of Hollywood. So what is that exactly? Is that the 20s, 30s, 40s, uh, I think, like around that time period? Um, I think it would be cool if they did something Halloween related there and they made it like the classic, like classic horror movies. Like, you know, I don't know if Universal owns the rights, but like the classic monsters are like Frankenstein, the mummy or a mummy. Uh, Dracula, um, the Wolfman, you know, stuff like that. You know, Disney just did Werewolf by Night. So maybe you could do something like that. Old timey horror movie themed. That would be kind of cool. Maybe that's where you kind of uh, direct it towards, you know, the, the older crowd, the teenagers. Make it a little more scary. Um, you know, kind of like Hollywood or uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. You know, they build these cool elaborate scary haunted houses maybe you do something like that at hollywood studios maybe it turns into like uh you know disney's version of halloween horror nights with kind of that old timey horror movie you know vibe to it you know um for example like if you've eaten there at the sci-fi diner you've noticed that like while you eat dinner there um on the the big drive-in movie screen they just play like a bunch of old you know, horror movie sci-fi clips. You can kind of work that into the theming of the, the Halloween party. 
Um, make it old timey, make it sci-fi, make it, you know, werewolf and, you know, stuff like that. Classic monsters, whatever you can do, you know, maybe theme it and, you know, kind of, uh, market it towards the older crowd, the older kids. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. It, it would kind of fit into the theming of the park in itself anyway, you know, where it, it, I think that kind of plays into it. Also, maybe they could do I was kind of just brainstorming. Maybe they could do like a special, just like stage show. You know, you, you could have, um, you know, like classic monsters and sci-fi. Maybe you do something Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Um, now, some people are like on the fence. Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? And I think it's both. Like for me, growing up as a kid, I always found it more of a Halloween movie. We'd always kind of watch it around Halloween. Um, but it kind of fits both. And they really don't have anything like it in the parks um so maybe you do like a special like stage show nightmare before christmas or make the whole halloween thing nightmare before christmas themed you know something um you make it a ticketed event like the other ones after hours you know now guests have three different ticket options three different after park options to spend their halloween um you can go to the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, or Hollywood Studios. Kind of spreads things out. And you know what? It makes it fair. Like, I'm going to keep saying it. Like, what? Ha- the, they sell out of the tickets for Mickey's Not So Scary so quick. They're so expensive. What do you do when you're at Disney with kids on Halloween and you can't get into the Halloween party? Now you'd have three options. A better chance of getting in. Maybe, you know, it wouldn't be so hard to, you know, get tickets. So... That's my idea for Hollywood Studios. That's all I kind of came up with for that one. Just something maybe... Um, it would be cool if they did like some haunted houses or some shows and made it kind of like that classic horror movie vibe to it. You know, the werewolf at night just came out. The Wolfman, that's a classic monster, has that old-timey feel. It would kind of fit in with the like sci-fi diner. So I think that would be an option as well. Now, I came up with an idea for... You know, two of the parks. I I really couldn't think of anything for Animal Kingdom. Like nothing that was um, that would truly like fit into the theming of Animal Kingdom. Uh, I tried to think of something I couldn't. You know, even with like Hollywood Studios, I feel like it was kind of a stretch. Like just adding in like Nightmare Before Christmas, you'd just be like just throwing it in there. Couldn't think of anything for Animal Kingdom. So let's kind of just move on to other parts of the resort. Now, the first thing I was thinking of when I was thinking of, like, hotels and stuff, Fort Wilderness. For whatever reason, Fort Wilderness, to me, feels like the perfect place to have some Holly, uh, Halloween festivities. Now, I could be wrong. I've, I, you know, I've been there for Halloween before. I think um, it's kind of a big thing that if you're staying there on Halloween or around Halloween, um, a lot of the people with, like, their RVs and campers and stuff, they decorate, you know, for Halloween. So you can kind of take the buses around and see some of their decorations and i thought i could be wrong i thought they had like a golf cart parade where like people could decorate their golf carts with like halloween decorations and then there's like a little parade if they still do that that's awesome that's cool it's something small something unique it's kind of more for just guests staying there you know i don't know if i would go out of my way to you know get to fort wilderness just to you know, watch the golf cart parade, but you know, Fort Williams, there's a lot of land there. They have a lot of room. They recently canceled that, um, that, uh, vacation club hotel idea. So there's room there. There's, you know, space for them to do something. 
I feel like they should do something there, like promote like the decorating, promote the golf cart parade, and add something else. Add, I was thinking like a haunted trail or a haunted hayride, something like that. Now there's a trail that connects uh, Fort Wilderness to Wilderness Lodge. It would be cool if they could do some sort of like hayride that would take you between the two resorts, make it a haunted hayride. I think that would be awesome. You can theme it however you want. You can have like a cast member kind of be like your tour guide. You can have stuff set up on the trail, uh, whether it be like, you know, props and animatronics or, you know, cast members like live characters. Something at Fort Wilderness I think would be good. It fits, you know, it's kind of spooky at night there. It's this campground, you know, you can have like campfire stories, something like that. But the they need a they would need to do it so that it could accommodate not just the guests staying at their at the resort. So you'd probably have to do some sort of like reservation system, especially because like the parking there is limited. Maybe you do like a, a reservation system where you can book, you know, uh, the haunted hayride or like some kind of whole Halloween experience where you start at Fort Wilderness. Maybe you do something there. Maybe you have like a campfire. Um, have some s'mores, tell some spooky stories. Then everyone gets on like a a haunted, you know, hayride um, that takes you to Wilderness Lodge. Um, And then maybe you have, maybe you do like the campfire, the spooky stories there, you know, something like that. Um, You know, it it would probably be more directed to kids, but it would be cool. It's something to do. You could have, especially like if if you make it like a haunted hayride or a haunted trail, you can really, you know, decorate that trail with however you want to do it. And I think that would be pretty fun to kind of go from one, you know, resort to the other. And like I've kind of said, if you're not, you know, if you're, if you're, if you live somewhere where, you know, Halloween isn't huge because of the weather and everything, like here in Chicago, like stuff like that is huge. Going to Pumpkin Patch, there's hay rides, there's tractor rides, there's, you know, haunted houses. Maybe you do a haunted house at Fort Wilderness somewhere around there. You know, you could do like a temporary pop-up one. Like that would be cool. Like a haunted campground. Um, of course, maybe you could find a way to make it Disney themed. Um, but that would be cool. Get people, you know, something else to do that doesn't, you know, and you know, doesn't make you have to, you know, go into the parks. It would be, you know, a cheaper option. Um, you know, the, the Halloween stuff is huge. You know, you know, you got a lot of people traveling to Disney from places like Chicago where Halloween's a big deal and people pay. Uh, my wife's dad. We went to a we went to a haunted house last year. It's a big one. It was and it was in an abandoned prison, this old timey prison that was um, from like the 1800s that finally closed in like the late 90s or early 2000s. And it's a big deal. You go there. It's a, they turned it into a haunted house, and tickets are between like 50 and 75 bucks. It's not cheap. So, you know, people want to do stuff like that. And I think some sort of Halloween activities at Fort Wilderness, you know, um, I think would be pretty cool. Moving on now to Disney Springs. What could they do at Disney Springs to kind of help celebrate Halloween? Uh, What I was kind of thinking of now, um, the old NBA experience, which is the old Disney Quest. Maybe they turn that into haunted houses. There's like three or four floors to it. Maybe you can make each floor like a different experience or, you know, make the whole building one experience that's like four floors. Like it would be crazy cool if they could do something like that. You know, haunted houses would be, would be cool. It would compete with Universal Studios. 
you know, you could have maybe some kids haunted houses. Um, maybe you have some like more intense haunted houses for like the older crowd. Um, but that's like the place that I thought of like Disney Quest because I've been to haunted houses where it's like different levels, like different floors. And each floor, you know, was a different haunted house or it was like a different experience. Um, so maybe you could do that. You know, you could turn that into a haunted house. And then, of course, it's Disney Springs. You could have like just maybe themed food and drink events. You, know, you could have maybe like live bands perform like Halloween songs and stuff. There's stages there and street performance. But other than that, there's really not much like space or room to do anything too Halloween themed. But the you know the one thing is like maybe that end, you know, you have like uh, you know the haunted houses in the the old Disney Quest building. Maybe you have some like Halloween inspired like. Um, drinks and and food and stuff like beer flights or wine flights stuff like that um give something you know for a, you know a little something for everyone you can have like kids go and do the haunted house while mom and dad you know try different like halloween and pumpkin themed beers and wines and foods and stuff so something little like that would just help you know you my whole thing is like going to disney at halloween like it should feel like it's halloween at the entire resort not just at the Magic Kingdom. Like, that's my whole thing. That's my whole kind of basis for this episode. I think it brings a lot of exclusivity. Well, that was a fun word to say. But it makes, you know, makes going to Disney, yeah, more exclusive. Like, the entire resort is decked out and ready for Halloween. Not just one park after hours. Um, and I think they do some little stuff here and there. Like, Grand Floridian. Maybe they have, like, some pumpkin carving. Something like that. And... I think more of the resorts should do that, if not all of them. You know, just little things like that. You can just kind of add to the the whole experience. You know, Halloween is, you know, people go to Disney no matter what. But if they're going for a special occasion or holiday, it's usually Christmas, Halloween, you know, New Year's maybe, and, you know, maybe 4th of July. No one's going to, to Disney just for, like, the 4th of July experience. But mostly... Christmas and Halloween. So you might as well go all out and make it as big and grand as you can. You know, even if it's just adding like a haunted house to Disney Springs, that changes everything. There's, you know, you could go and to do all the Halloween stuff, like it could take you a few days. Now you're staying there longer. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. The last idea I had kind of brings us back to the Magic Kingdom. I probably should have mentioned it earlier, but my idea is for the haunted mansion to add some sort of uniqueness just for like a certain period around halloween now picture this you're at the magic kingdom it's halloween it's creepy let's go in the haunted mansion you go in you're riding the ride and all of a sudden there's something there that has never been there before that's my idea behind kind of um adding special upgrades to the haunted mansion just around halloween like I think they should add some like live characters, some some cast members in character in costume. Like imagine some creepy ghostly figure and you're riding the haunted mansion, something you've done a thousand times and you're just looking around, everything's how it always is and all of a sudden you see like this ghost creature just move across. You would freak out. You'd be like, "What the heck was that?" Like and it would be awesome if Disney could like keep it kind of under wraps. Like obviously people would find out like, "Oh, they're going to add stuff to the haunted mansion." But don't, like, tell them exactly what. Surprise us. 
change it up each ride. Each ride would be different. Maybe the next time you ride, that ghost's not there. It's in a different spot. Or maybe they add, you know, live, you know, cast members that like jump out at you. Or I would think just be, I, I think it would be good just for like adding like characters, like you know, say in in the ballroom scene, like where they're dancing, like one of them just kind of stop and turns and like stares at you as you as you go past. Like that would be cool. That would be creepy. That would add to the whole Halloween vibe and like the haunted mansion. Like that's their that should be number one front and center for Halloween at Disney. It's a ride that's basically Halloween themed year round. Add a little bit to it. Um, you you can add maybe like different effects and stuff. I know at like Disneyland they like add like Jack Skellington and like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I want to add legit like creepiness because that's what the haunted mansion is. Now just take it to the next level. Have you know, a, a character walk across, you know, the the background. Have, you know, have one in the graveyard just kind of pop up out of nowhere and change it up each ride so that each ride is different. Like, that would be cool. That would you be unique. That would be Disney magic, you know, because it wouldn't be the same ride twice. And like I said, the Haunted Mansion, especially like, you know, they, they're going to be working on a new Haunted Mansion movie. It's it's creepy already by itself how it is you're there at halloween like it would just make the experience it would make the ride even more creepy even more memorable more magical if you will so that's kind of my idea for that that would be that would be so cool to see like just imagine you're riding it and you're like going through the graveyard scene all of a sudden there's something like someone walks across like that would be so scary so that's my idea for the for the magic kingdom the only thing i could really think of you know, I think that's pretty much all I have. I really tried brainstorming a lot. Um, if you guys have ideas or suggestions, like what they could do, what they could add, what they could change, um, send me a message on Instagram. We could talk and post about that. I'm probably gonna put up a bunch of posts about uh, this episode and like what you know Disney could do to expand. Um, you know, I think they need to compete a little bit more with Universal Studios, but. You know, uh, adding two ticketed events, like I said, Epcot and Hollywood Studios, you'd have to find a way to make it worth it, you know, for the for the guests, uh, money-wise. You know, the resorts, there's no excuse for them not to, like, do something at the resorts. Um, it would be, like, just, it would be so cool, like, on Halloween, like, you don't even have to go into the Magic Kingdom. You can just hang out at the resort and have a memorable, you know, experience. Trick-or-treating at the resorts should be a thing. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I was trying to think of something for like the water parks, but you know, sometimes they're not even open, you know, maybe at one of them you could have like, just like a, just like a party, call it like uh, Halloween H2O, even though I think that was like a bad movie, Halloween H2O, that's what I would call it. Um, and just have like Halloween snacks and characters and costume and stuff. And just an excuse to kind of hang out you know, at the water parks, but nothing too crazy. Like some of my other ideas, but that's pretty much all I have uh, for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I had a lot of fun working on this episode. I had a lot of fun. I can't can't express that enough. So I really do hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you were entertained. I hope it got you kind of thinking. I think if you're a, a true Disney diehard like me, you've kind of always wished you were an Imagineer and you were in the position to make some of these creative ideas. So if you guys have any ideas, if, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, anything, you want to just ha- say, hey, what's up? Talk about life, talk about sports, shoot me a message on Instagram, Disney World Today. Follow me there. Follow me on TikTok. been posting some more stuff. Uh, and if you can too, don't forget to like, subscribe, 
rate, review. Thank you guys again for the kind words and leaving reviews. Uh, if anyone else, if you can't, it takes like a minute. Like even if you write just a few words, just head over to um, the podcast page on Apple. Search up my name, Disney World Today. Leave me a rating and a review. If you leave me a, re- a review, ah, getting tired. Uh, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. We'll have another episode next week before Halloween. I'm going to try to keep the Halloween uh, theme going. We'll see. I'll have to go through my notes and see what I have scheduled. But that's all I got. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Have a good weekend. It's going to be 71 uh, in Chicago this weekend. So I'm going to have to bust out the shorts uh, for one last time. So that's all I got. You guys take care. You guys are the best. And always remember, it all started with a mouse. Thank you.